there is a difference in the guidelines now to what they were several years ago. And this is where this is where the difference is. So types of breast milk. You've got your countertop at 77 degrees Fahrenheit for up to four hours, your refrigerator up to four days, and then your freezer. This is where you see the difference from previous years, zero degrees Fahrenheit or negative 18 degrees Celsius or colder. And then the specified time is within six months is best, up to 12 months is acceptable. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Mom's Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of the four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of the night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things like patient and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. You'll also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, do some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. I am really excited to get started on this particular topic um, because I will say when it was my turn to rotate my stash, it was very daunting, especially being a first time mom, not really knowing what to expect because, you know, I was growing with my children. So I didn't know, like, when should I be feeding them this thawed milk? Like, how should I be using my, my, my frozen milk? When should I rotate it? How should I rotate it? Like all of the key components here to drive you nuts, the how, what, where, when, why, right? So what I want to do today is hopefully break it down for you a little bit more and really kind of get into how I made it work from my, from me, from my point of view, my experience. Like, you know, I can read something to you off the books all day long, but it's might be a little more intriguing if I actually share how I did it with my multiples. So, um, and I say my multiples because I didn't have a stash. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. With my first singleton, I had a, he- a very heavy stash, but I donated like 99% of it to a, a family in Chicago I had found um, on the internet who had adopted a baby and needed donors. And I was very fortunate to find this said family because I don't know what I would have done with all that milk. And I certainly didn't want it to go to waste. So by being able to donate it to them, I was able to basically save and feed another child 5,000 ounces. So I'm very proud of that. And I'm really grateful that they were able to take that milk off my hands, to be completely honest. But prior to my singleton, I did have my multiples who I was producing ungodly amounts of milk for. And there were two of them. So they were consuming a hefty amount, but I still had a lot to freeze. And I found myself, I remember not like, I don't remember the day or like how old they were, but I know we were further along, probably closer, like nine or 10 months old. And I remember thinking, or maybe even seeing like in a group or something like about rotating your stash. And I was like, oh my God, that never even occurred to me. Here I am just milking and feeding and freezing and not even thinking about, I need to rotate my darn milk. Like, how am I going to do this? And that's when the stress set in because I opened up my deep freezer that my husband ended up purchasing 
um, because I just had such a large amount of milk that was just taking over the kitchen freezer. And I'm, I'm looking at this thing and I just remember thinking like, I don't even know where to begin. So my, my goal here, my goal for today is to share some guidelines, share what I've done and how I've done it, what my recommendations are for beginning to rotate your stash. And then from there, I do have a few studies, which I find are pretty interesting that I want to share with you too. So I'm hoping to keep this short and sweet, um, like I do most podcasts, right? Like I, I know you guys are busy. We're all busy. We're moms. And I just want to get to the nitty gritty for you. So let's start with the CDC guidelines because, you know, that's, that's I think, a good place to start. Um, and I will say that there is a difference in the guidelines now to what they were several years ago. And this is where, this is where the difference is. So types of breast milk. You've got your countertop at 77 degrees Fahrenheit for up to four hours, your refrigerator up to four days, and then your freezer. This is where you see the difference from previous years. Um, I cannot tell you exactly when they switched this. I would say probably in the last year and a half, two years is when you've seen the switch. And I, I maybe I should look into this a little further and narrow it down because I do recall when I first started breastfeeding six years ago, it was um, it was six months in an upright freezer or like a kitchen freezer or 12 months in a d- deep freezer. But they changed that. They removed those words and they, they switched it over to zero degrees Fahrenheit or negative 18 degrees Celsius or colder. And then the specified time is Within six months is best, up to 12 months is acceptable. So in other words, it doesn't matter if you're freezing it in your kitchen freezer or a deep freezer. They remove that terminology. So we're only looking at the temperature, zero degrees Fahrenheit or negative 18 degrees Celsius or colder. And then you can fall within the six or 12 month is acceptable. So I, I'm, I will feed 12 month old milk any day of the week. I am not throwing anything away. Even if it gets to 12 and a half months, 13, 14 months, you bet your bottom dollar, I'm still feeding that milk. Just like anything, everything has a quote unquote expiration date. I'm not saying that it's going to carry the same components that your fresh milk or your more recently frozen fresh milk may still carry. Of course, there's going to be a difference in the quality of the milk going down further and further away from the time expressed. But I will be the first to say that I do not believe and nor have I seen any proof of it that older milk just loses all of its benefits and just is basically trash at a certain time. I had a friend actually, his daughter was like two or three years old and he's like, yeah, we still have breast milk. My wife made so much milk. We still have milk in the freezer. And I was like, what are you going to do with it? He's like, it's milk. He's like, I'll just like, it's not, it's not bad. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting statement because I've never had milk in my freezer for that long to really consider it. But honestly, if baby's drinking it, and I'm not saying that we should be storing our milk for two years, they just happen to have it in their freezer. But I think that we just put such an emphasis on the word expiration. And um, it's kind of detrimental to us, honestly. So I think if you can feed within the guidelines that I'll be sharing next, that's going to be your optimal time to feed. But if you start pushing 12 months, 13 months, I would not consider it garbage. I think 12, 24 months is pretty out there. Um, but I certainly wouldn't just discredit its ability to still provide any amount of benefits. So with that being said, let's go into when to rotate. 
So my suggestion, just so also you don't get too far behind. So not only is this going to be about using your milk at the most optimal time, but it's also going to be important that you start rotating at a more appropriate, if you will, time frame, just so you don't get too ahead of yourself. And then you like cause this big milk nightmare in your freezer. And then you're like chomping at the bit trying to figure out how to do it. So my suggestion and what would be a reflection of some studies would be to start rotating or at least considering to rotate around the three-month mark. So according to the ABM protocol number eight, which is the milk storage guideline by the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine, they have it stated at six weeks, thawed breast milk at six weeks has shown to be equivalent to freshly expressed milk. So with that being said, if you want to maximize the benefits of your milk and you don't want it to lapse too long, and believe me when I say this, nothing about this podcast is going to be intended as fear-mongering. I push my milk off and I rotate late. I'm just saying what would be in all of our best interests. And if you have the time to practice this, if you have the ability to practice this, it certainly will not hurt. If you push it off to nine months, 11, 12 months, I have been there. I have fed 13, 14 year, four not years, um, month old milk and everything seemed to be just a-okay. And do keep in mind when you're feeding milk that might be a year old or 11 months or 12, whatever, 12, 13 months old, think about the age of your baby and what their appetite is currently, what's going in their mouth, right? Like they're not just focused on primarily drinking breast milk. Now we're onto solids, we're onto full meals. So at this point in time, your breast milk is also a supplemental meal to what they're already consuming. So in other words, we're not feeding, you know, our, our newborn, our one, two, three, four month old baby, 12 month old milk. Um, so, and I'm, again, I'm not looking to fear monger. I'm not trying to, you know, make, like, make anyone feel bad if they're accepting older milk for their newer baby. Like, milk is milk. There are going to be different benefits along the lines. There is different studies out there that show there is a loss in protein, a loss in components throughout the duration of their freezing life. But I've never, I've yet to read anything that says at X amount of months frozen, it might as well just go in the garbage. So do keep that in mind as we proceed with this conversation. So just speaking from optimal use, and if you want to act on that, starting to thaw your milk around three months to thaw and freeze and rotate your milk out around the three month mark or or six weeks, yeah, six weeks to three months is going to be the most opportune time that you really can. So I would consider that when you start looking at what your stash is, what you've got to rotate, how much you have to rotate. And then I would just start pulling a few bags out here and there and picking. So now with that being said, okay, Kristen, like pick a few bags out. What the hell are you talking about? This is what I'm talking about. We could call it rotation Friday, freezer Friday. Maybe Mondays are the days because you prep on Sunday night and you want Mondays for your freezer day. Just pick a day of the week. Um, you could, this is one option because I'm going to give you my second option, which I actually practice. So you can pick one day of the week and freeze that milk that you pump that day and that will go into the freezer. And then you're going to pull your um, thawed milk out and you're going to freeze only thawed milk that day. So one day of the week, baby's going to get strictly thawed milk and you're going to freeze all of that 
particular day's milk. And that is how you're going to rotate it. Another option to this, which is what I did, which ultimately doesn't make a difference, probably not, but in my head, it gave me a little more comfort, is to go half and half. So what I would do, and this is what I did for my multiples, I would prep, um, let me think about this. I would prep about, oh goodness, if they each ate, call it they each ate six bottles a day. I would prep 12 bottles the night before and they'd each get six, right? So they're feedings for the next day, but three of those would be thawed and three of those would be fresh. And I did that just to kind of keep like your up-to-date antibodies like fresh in their system, but would a day really make a difference? Probably not, but it just made me feel better. So that's what I did. Um, And then as far as like the timeline of feeding that particular milk, when the day started, they would start their morning out on my thawed milk because we know that once milk is completely thawed and it's completely liquefied, there are no ice crystals remaining, the clock starts ticking. So you have 24 hours you know, according to our guidelines, you have 24 hours to feed that said thawed milk. So I would feed the thawed milk first, and then I would finish the day with my fresh milk because I know I knew that if they did not consume, like say the sixth bottle at the end of the day, but I left that as the thawed bottle, like I'm not, I can't be sure that it's still going to be good when they are ready to feed if that takes it into the next day. So I did get rid of the thawed milk first before I went into the fresh because I know that the fresh milk is safe in the fridge for several days. This episode is brought to us by Series Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. I have successfully used a Series Chill while at the races on the hottest day of the year, in transit every day while working in the office, or while taking a quick trip to Target during a pump session. No prep, no cords, no batteries needed. And when you're done breastfeeding, switch it up for a water bottle or steep your hot tea. Rest assured, these chillers are TSA-friendly, support direct pumping, and bottle feeding too. They're also FSA and HSA reimbursable. Head over to serieschill.com or check out Series Chill on Instagram for more details and use the code BEMYBREASTFRIEND15 for 15% off your order of chillers, nipple shields, and more. So that's how I went about rotating my stash. And then as far as the freezer goes, so... When you freeze your milk, I, Jessica Simpson is a great example of what not to do. Um, if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. It's just like a reference. But imagine just taking a, a, a Lanzano milk storage bag and just filling it to capacity and letting it freeze. And you've got these big, like monster milk ice blocks just taking up all of this room. There's no way to truly organize it because it's like seriously just a huge hard pillow of breast milk um that's what she did and like she shared like oh you know my milk yada yada be proud of me i'm proud of myself which yeah girl good for you but holy cow that is a nightmare and you probably have wasted more milk than you have any idea because she wasn't about to rotate yet number one you can't organize it number two you don't want to overfill a breast of milk storage bag because breast milk expands that's what things do when they freeze they expand so we don't want to damage the bag lose the milk and most importantly really like above and beyond all of this is if you're freezing like six ounces six ounces or more in a bag at a time and you want to feed that milk but you only need a portion of that what are you going to do with the rest of it so 
that part to me is like just super wasteful. Yeah, there's ways to get around it and to use it, but ultimately less is more. I personally only froze in five ounce bags and with my multiples, it was perfect because they only took five ounce bottles and um, I would free, it was like apples to apples, one to one, right? So I would just make them five ounce bottles every time out of five ounce stored milk. And it was, it couldn't, it couldn't have worked out any better. Baby's moving forward for me. I think like my now singleton really doesn't exceed four ounces a bottle, but one ounce isn't going to kill me. I can still save that for like the next bottle. So I think if you keep it to like, I think they actually suggest two and a half to like four ounce freezes, but then you're looking at like a wasted bag. So there's different ways to work, look at this. So it's just however it works for you. But I absolutely would recommend you not overfill it, especially past five ounces. Um, so with five ounces, when you freeze it flat, get all the air out, freeze it flat, get a one gallon size bag, um, like Ziploc bag, whatever, um, you can create a brick. So when I made my first brick, I didn't really understand the concept. So I would just throw them in there and just like, oh, I got a brick. No, stack them perpendicular to the bag. So when the bag's standing up, put them in like, so it's like, you know, cross the bag. Um, And then you put 10 in at a time and you've got 50 ounce bricks. They stack like a dream. So put the date on them. Um, I'm not too concerned about the ounces if you're consistent with what you're pouring. And I was always five ounce, so it never mattered to me. Um, And then they just, they stack so nicely. So um, what I would do is I would put the first day to the last day of um, the milk frozen on the face of the bag. And I would just stack them up in my freezer and I'd have row after row. So um, with that being said, at some point you may want to empty your freezer and put the most recent in first and then stack it back to... Oh God, this is so confusing when you try to say it out loud. Take the milk, your fresh milk first, the freshest, stack it all the way at the back at the bottom because that milk is going to be able to stay in the freezer for a little bit longer, right? And then you put your oldest milk that you want to feed first at the top. So after you do all that, which was for me like a huge, um, a huge mind bend. Um, but I mean, right now and back then, because I just had so many bags to screw around with. Um, but once you reorganize your freezer, it should just be a lot easier pulling out the oldest first. So remember oldest first, um, because you want the fresh milk that you've just stored is going to have that call it three month shelf life in the freezer before you're like really wanting to touch it. So that is how you rotate it. I hope that that wasn't too confusing because I just confused the hell out of myself. And then let's throw a few little fun tidbits at you. So I have an infograph that's at Be My Best Friend and it shows that at six weeks, and this information is derived from, again, the ABM protocol number eight. I do have an external study that I'll also link in show notes talking a bit more about the nine-month mark that I'll be getting to in a second. So at six weeks, thawed breast milk at six weeks has shown to be equivalent to fresh express milk as we know. We had already talked about that and maximizing that time when choosing to rotate your breast milk storage stash. And then at three months, it shows thawed breast milk at three months has reflected a decrease in fat, protein, and calories. Um, so this here, it also says that fresh Fresh human milk has significant increase in acidity by three months, likely to the ongoing lipase activity. So this is something to consider too. If you have high lipase, and I am guilty of this, I have high lipase, and I've I've read this protocol 
ungodly amount of times. And I'll be honest, I don't recall ever really paying too much attention to this little part here. But that's something to consider, too. Um, when you have, well, I also didn't have a problem with it because my multiples seemed to enjoy my light base, my high light base milk. So it was what it was for me. I could care less. But if you find that you have high light base, um, possibly rotating it again around the three month mark may also be in your benefit, um, also, you know, based off of uh, this protocol here. So I think it you know, shows a decrease in fat, protein, and calories. However, that's at three months. However, at nine months, it says, uh, thawed breast milk at nine months has shown constant preservation of macronutrients and immunoactive components. So we are not everything's going to stay perfect, right? We're going to have a loss here and there, you know, depending on what we are talking about specifically. But at the end of the day, here we are at nine months, and we're we still have a consistent preservation of macronutrients and emo. I can't even talk. Um, immuno, it's like a tongue twister for me, immunoactive components, which that's why, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll tell you what, that's like one reason why I choose to continue to feed my breast milk as long as possible. Cause I'm like, I want to get them as much immune security defense as I possibly can in finding this study and just reading the protocol, um, stating at nine months, it, you still have a like a consistent preservation of that just brings me so much joy and relief because at nine months old, like, again, you're also looking at them eating, you know, solid meals and moving on to bigger and better things. Well, I don't know if better is the right word, but bigger things for sure, right? Like they're taking in solids and, um, and now you're still incorporating your breast milk, but as more of a supplemental to a degree, um, especially moving past 12 months. So I think it's really cool to know that your nine-month-old milk is still being able to provide them with the protection that you likely aim to feed. And last but not least, let's just touch on warming. So in the protocol, you're also going to find, and let me double check which number this is if you choose to look. So it's number, okay, storage of human milk, which is a category, and then it's number, I think it's number five. I'm all over the place, my friends. All right. So it, it's the first sentence on the right-hand column. It says, warming thawed milk, human milk, to body temperature is best done over a period of 20 minutes in lukewarm water. And everything, of course, is in Celsius. So I'll break it down into Fahrenheit for you because I can't do the math in my head right away either. It shows even warming milk to just 37 degrees Celsius, which is 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, brings the fat to a melting point, promoting changes in the solid fat, which is present at 4 degrees Celsius refrigerator temperature. So with that being said, you're not looking to overheat your milk. I, I see it um, often, hey, can I just boil some water? Or you'll see people suggest, oh, you know, the fastest way to do it is with boiling water or microwave it. You don't want to do that. You don't want to create hot spots. You don't want to get it to a point where you're going to denurture the milk itself. And actually, it does say milk placed in a hot water bath at 80 degrees Celsius, which is 170 degrees Fahrenheit, and it says, which is not an uncommon which is not uncommon in the in a real setting, causes denurturing and inactivation of milk's bioactive proteins and decreased fat content. So when you see people shaking their milk and mixing it back together and everyone's losing their their minds because you're shaking your milk because that's how you denurture it. I mean, I am not a mechanical machine. I am not a paint mixer. If you're going to give me that much credit, like I'm in the wrong business. 
So we're not worried about denurturing our breast milk when we're shaking it. We should be more concerned about overheating it. And then from there, unfortunately, denurturing our milk at that point. So, which you don't really hear about. Everyone's always concerned about shaking your milk. Let me shake my damn milk. Just don't overheat it. Um, so I think that is, uh, that's the best way, well, to be understood. You don't want to overheat it. And honestly, when I, and this is also going to be and be my best friend, I'm going to talk about how I prep slushy bottles. I allow everything just to thaw naturally in the refrigerator. I honestly don't use a whole lot of hot water. And I, when I do, it's just hot tap water, just enough to get me like, you know, to body temperature, just so the kid will take it. Um, but I did find myself at one point now, like I just pull the cold milk right out, hand the bottle over. And if the baby will take a cold bottle, count your blessings, because then you don't have to fiddle around with heating a bottle because everyone knows that's just like a pain in the butt and no one wants a screaming child. So if they'll take a cold bottle, let them do it. Um, but if you choose to warm, I would start with your refrigerator, natural, just thawing process in the refrigerator. Um, ABM protocol number eight shows it's best done over a period of 20 minutes in lukewarm water. Who in the world has 20 minutes to make a bottle? Not me. Um, so I would just, <laughs> I would not go lukewarm water. Um, if I could, I would try to use hot tap water, but I would absolutely advise you not to touch the boiling water or the, um, or the kettles or the uh, microwave. One thing, if you can, which I did find, you know, you, fi you figure your kid out eventually. And um, I could kind of predict when they would take a bottle. So that's when I would pull it out of the refrigerator, uh, start it to like allow it to start to come to room temp. And we're only talking maybe 30 minutes to an hour at the max. And then from there, I'd pop it in some hot water from the tap water and then give it to them. And it would just the right amount of heat and they were happy with it when they did refuse cold bottles. Um, but that is my chatter, my rant, um, my whole spiel on rotating how, when, where, what, why. And I will have all of the, um, any kind of documentation, any sites that I had shared here today, the studies, I'll put them in show notes. And I hope that you are still here at the very end. Um, I hope that you found this um, helpful. And if you have any questions, always leave me a message, shoot me a message. I am here to help my friends.